Let's talk some Bridgewater College football with the head coach of the Eagles, Scott Lem, who is in, I was going to say studio. We're on location today, but in Bojangles. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm doing well, Dave. I'm doing well. Man, it's good to see you. How are things going this week for uh, you guys? Th things have been good. I mean, it, it's been a, a great weather week here in, uh, in Harrisonburg and Bridgewater and in Rockingham County, and so we've been able to get outside and, and get a lot of good work in. You know, we talked last week and, and kind of started to preview your team and just talk about the progress that you guys have made. Um, ha has it been full steam ahead? Have you continued to make progress as you get set for Saturday? Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think, again, going back to the weather, we've, we've been really lucky. And, and over at Bridgewater, we're having a, a, a great tr track project happening mm -hmm. right now. That's and, right. And our, and our track facility is going to be unbelievable. But uh, unfortunately, on the timing of it, it, and I think – most people can probably relate to this in their lives that, that there's been delays because of, of construction issues. And so uh, we've been on the grass. And so that weather has really been uh, a, uh, a favorable thing for us not to have as much rain. And so mm -hmm. uh, it's allowed our players to get outside and, and, and be able to get the work in. And we haven't had to take any inside days or, or find somewhere else because right. that, that's the only turf that we have on campus. And so uh, I'm, I'm really liking where our team is at right now going into week one. We're, we're, we're nowhere near the finished product that we need to be. And, and uh, you know, we've got three out-of-conference games before we get into our ODAC schedule. And so mm -hmm. September will really be a, a, a time that we're, we're going to continue to find who we are. But uh, I, I know that, number one, we're a team that, you know, they've really gelled well. I told our team that yesterday. We're a team that you can tell gets along, and and I think that that part's really important. I think that relationships and, and when you when you like the people around, that's around, a big deal. That's yeah. a huge deal, and, yeah. and I think you'll you'll fight for one another a little bit harder. And so uh, that part's been really critical. And then I think our team has adjusted well. We we've had to, like most people through COVID, have had to learn to be able to adjust. And I'll give a shout out to one of our alumni. And he's, he's a local pastor I heard him say you know you want to be agile without being fragile and, <laughs> that's right and Chris Johnson said that uh, and uh and so you know we, we try to we try to keep that mantra you know we want to be we want to be able to, to maneuver quickly we want to you know if there's an adjustment that has to be made we want to be able to make it and not let it overwhelm us not let it take take us out of the moment that we're in we're talking with Scott Lem, the head football coach at Bridgewater College. He has joined me here at, uh, at Bojangles. They're on the road this week. They get Gettysburg, and they'll play at 1 o'clock coming up on Saturday. We'll talk about that game coming up. But do you have a starting quarterback yet? Yeah, not, not yet. Yeah. Not yet, actually. I mean, uh, you know, I think uh, the, the tough thing is when you have two quarterbacks that have competed the way that, that Malcolm and Jalen have through the, the spring and into the fall, you know, but both have earned the right to start and, uh, and, and really waiting to see kind of through today's practice who, who – you know, wins the opportunity to walk out there first. But we'll play both. We'll play both. Gettysburg say, do you expect to play both? Yeah, yeah, we will. And, and we'll rotate through. And, and if one gets hot, we may stick with one. But right, um, right now the plan is through, through week one and through week two for both to play. Will you be a different team, uh, I guess, schematically than what you were a year ago? Um, again, you, we talked about your receivers last week. Uh, you've got a lot of guys, a lot of dynamic players there. But um, schematically, will you stay the same for the most part? Yeah, we'll, we'll adjust some. I mean, you know, I think you always have you to. Do year to year, the, yeah, the strength, the strength of your yeah. people and, and the strength of our people are our wide receivers. We're, we're not quite as deep as what we've been at tight end in the past. And so, um, you know, we've got some, some guys that we're looking forward to seeing what they do that, that haven't performed at, at a consistent basis. They've been a backup, but maybe not a starter yet. So. Right. You know, talk about um, your guys up front, your offensive line. Um, I, I know you're pretty excited about those guys, and sometimes on f in, in football, that's <laughs> if they play well, your team will play well. But do you like the, the progress that your guys up front have made? Sure, I, and I think it, you know it's really been um, a two and a half year process. Kyle Rigney came on staff, our offensive line coach, 
uh, right before COVID and then, you know, didn't get to coach an entire year basically because, <laughs> right. of, because of COVID. And so uh, it, it's been a group that uh, I think they've taken to his coaching well. You know, they're really a, a technical unit. Uh, and they're, they're hard players to find. Uh, I think in recruiting, you no could question. ask anybody at any level. I mean, it, it is hard to find offensive linemen. It is. And so um, it's, it's a tough job. It's one that, you know, there's not a lot of things that goes along with it. Uh, practice is hard. You know, um, you're, <laughs> no you're, doubt. You're always hot no matter the weather. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I, I think those guys. But, but I really like the way that they've gelled. And, and uh, they're a group that, that's had to be flexible as well and, and really live that mantra that we talk about, about being agile and, um, you know, being able to adjust and, and move to positions potentially kind of based on where our depth is. And, uh, and so that group, I, I'm really excited to see how they perform on Saturday. Are you a little harder on them since you played the position? Well, I, th- I wouldn't say like harder <laughs> per their technique, but maybe just in uh, kind of challenging their toughness sometimes <laughs> and, and, and figuring hey, out. Hey, fellas, know. I did this. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, and, and I had that statement today on, on one of our injured players. I, I came through my career pretty pretty unscathed, but – did have a shoulder surgery, so I, I asked our trainer some questions. But everybody's <laughs> everybody's pretty individualized, and and you know it's hard to tell what somebody else is feeling. But yeah, I, I'm I'm tough on that group for sure. But we need them. I mean, I think yeah. we're tough on both sides of our line of scrimmage because you know, it's not a seven on seven game. Do you feel like you'll be a little you'll you'll be pretty balanced uh, run pass? Yeah, I mean, I hope to be. I, I think you know, at the end of the day, if we're sixty forty one way or the other, yeah. it 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 Just doesn't move the ball and score yeah, points. Yeah, we want to move the ball and score <laughs> points and. and and ultimately, the, the way that football has gone, you know, some of those short passes are, are similar to runs anyways. And so, you know, we, we, we don't – while we still categorize them as passing yeah. yards, they're built in, those RPOs, those quick screens, they're built into our run game and a lot of the things that we do. So I would imagine our, cl- our play calls are balanced, right. but maybe, maybe our results aren't balanced. How about the RPOs in, in doing that? It, I mean, that's it's, – it's been in college football and football for gen- in general for quite some time now, for two or three years, and it's really become the thing. Is that a challenge um, for guys to figure out the RPO and what the quarterback's going to do and for a lineman to, to – again, you, obviously it's going to get out quick so they're not down the, the field, but is, are those challenging plays to kind of figure out as a team? Yeah, I think, I think from a defensive perspective – They're very hard to defend. Yeah, I think it, 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 it creates a way for the quarterback to still – not be a runner, but, you know, be a threat right. and, and open up that opportunity just, just like an option. And I think, you know, the teams you saw do it first were option teams. And yep. it was just a different way. And their, their quarterbacks had a good understanding of, okay, I've already – I'm used to reading this guy on the run. Now I'm going to read this guy from the pocket and throw the football. And so, um, you know, I, I think the, the harder part is most quarterbacks want to throw the ball. And so, <laughs> That's you true. Know, more times than not, they're called run-pass options, but I, I, I would bet they're more like pass-run <laughs> pass run options. options. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sling that babe around if they can. That's right. <laughs> We're talking with Scott Lamb, the head football coach at Bridgewater College, as they get set for Gettysburg coming up this weekend. And defensively, um, talk about that side again. We, we talked about your guys up front, the speed that you have on that side of the football. But um, you've got a lot of playmakers over there that, that – can cause turnovers and make plays for you. Sure. I mean, we've got a uh, returning starter in, in Justin Holly out at cornerback. We've got uh, really the kind of leader, one of the leaders of our team in, in Val West yeah. as, as one of our safeties. I mean, really looking forward to the season that, that he has. And, you know, I hope he stays healthy, obviously, but uh, I think he will. He's put in a lot of hard work. And um, Preston Turner and Tucker Harris up front uh, on our defensive line and, and getting back Eli Rucker. He, he's been one that uh, missed a lot of last season and, you know, have just been really excited what we saw out of him in the springtime and, and 
into the fall and just in the in the energy he brings I right. think you know anytime you have just a, a positive guy that he's always smiling and kind of bouncing <laughs> around so that makes a huge difference Absolutely. have you seen your returners we we talked about this too last week how they had to go through covid and your seniors but do you have you seen the leadership grow is that something that you've been been pleased with yeah, and I think the biggest thing is, especially our current junior class is the one who came in and, you know, as a college, we still opened up. We had pretty right. tight regulations, and so they couldn't be around one another. And so I, I think that those guys, more than anything, as we've opened up without masks and, and all the most of the regulations removed, have just really kind of hungered and thirsted to, to be around one another. So we get done with practice, and there's probably, I would say, 50 players still out on the field, you know, just – hanging around some guys are throwing some guys are working on some little individual right. skills but but more than anything they just want to be around each other and, and i think that part really shows yeah no doubt we're talking to scott lamb the head football coach at bridgewater college they get set for gettysburg coming up this week and you guys have played gettysburg for quite some time haven't you yeah that's right they, and they, this is actually last year we're playing them david and so uh we, we started playing them i believe in 2014 was the first year we played them and so it, it's been a great series for us i mean back and forth um, a bunch of them that have come down to the very last play or, or a last drive. And so uh, that's how we opened up the, the year or the first time we played them. We had to score in a two-minute drill to Did be you? able to win. We, we threw a, a corner route to a guy named Cliff Woodard, who was a 100-meter champion up from Skyline in Manchester <laughs> and, uh, and can still picture the play. I but, bet you can. <laughs> uh, and uh, and that, that, was, that was that game, and it, it was hot. And so our, our guys are counting on probably being in the same way. I mean, it's going to be hot up there, and, and they've got a nice stadium, a nice setup, so we're, we're looking forward to getting on the road. So it turned into a little bit of a rivalry. How, talk about scheduling at your level and at the Division Three level. Uh, obviously, you've got your conference games. How do you go about your non-con schedule? Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of it is between my AD, Kirk Kendall, and myself and, and reaching out to other schools and, and setting long-term contracts. And so uh, right now our next conference opponent, Southern Virginia, is obviously, you know, from a location standpoint, a, a convenient game for us being down in, in, uh, in um, you know, down, down towards Lynch or Lexington, excuse me. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's a four-year contract. We'll look forward to playing them over the next three years. And then our, our final game after that, our final out-of-conference is North Carolina Wesleyan, and that's actually one that our conference commissioner set up between between conferences. So conferences got together, and, and um, you know, they, they worked it out to where different schools from the ODAC are going to play different schools from the USA South, and um, that's, how, that's how those games will work. So. Is, is that kind of fun to be able to go play some teams down in North Carolina and get to some different conferences that you don't normally see on a, on a yearly basis? Yeah, and North Carolina is really important to us to get to as well. I mean, it, that's been a place that, that we've been able to draw. You recruit pretty heavy, don't you? Yeah, we, and, and it's become more and more over the, over the years. And so um, we'd love to be able to get those players back closer to home yeah. and, and be able to play those games. But I think the Division three conferences have really adjusted. There was a rule last year that – adjusted how many schools needed to be to, to qualify for an automatic qualifier. And so um, that USA South will end because they'll bring in another school and, and be a ninth school, and, and we're only an eight-team conference. And so uh, right now for 2024, we're kind of waiting to see what, what's going to happen mm. in week three for us. It changes from year to year, doesn't it? It does. It does. <laughs> There's a lot of different changes. We're talking with Scott Lamb, head football coach at Bridgewater College. And what do you know about this year's Gettysburg team? Obviously going into week one, You've played them in the past, but things can change. There's always some unknown in week one. Sure, and, and Coach Banks is on his second year, really his second season. He's been there for three years now, okay. but, but missed the COVID year. And so, um, you know, really a, a big roster turnover for them. They had a, they had a quality defensive front in their front seven and, and a lot of new faces that we're seeing on the depth chart. 
Um, and so I, I think for us, we're anticipating what, what they might do. But mm -hmm. again, it, it goes back to, and that's why the message has been about being able to adjust and, mm -hmm. and make things happen quickly because, you know, I think we've got to be prepared for seeing something that, that we have. And from a personnel standpoint, um, they, they are not returning very, very many starters from last season, and, and neither are we. So I think there's a, you know, probably an expectation from both teams. They're giving, I'm sure he's given his team the same message that I'm giving mine going to be a feeling out process for a little while and honestly game one sometimes it's more about you than sure. it is your opponent yeah, and being absolutely. able to adjust right 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 and, and I think the thing that's helpful at our level is is the opportunity to be able to work against different teams and so no a couple question. weeks ago we went down to Kirster Newport and had a joint practice with them and and so you, you get to have a practice with them and everything too huh? yeah and, and wow. we run it just like a practice we don't run it like um like a true scrimmage mm -hmm. and so we could have a second opportunity we don't take that we do it as an inner squad and uh and so you know you do get to find out how your team can compete against others i think that part's been really helpful especially mm -hmm. with our rules in the spring and not being able to put on full pads right. and have a spring game and kind of find those things out do you look back at what coach did at gettysburg most of last year and and his schemes, again, he's probably not going to deviate a whole lot from, from what he's done over the years, but with the personnel, is it mainly looking back at what they did schematically last year? Yeah, and, and I think that's the game plan all the time in, yeah. in it for everybody. I think more importantly, our our thing offensively is, you know, who are the guys that we can try to attack or who do we think, you know, we've got the better matchup on right. in, in our pass game or in our run game, you know, which side can we run to better. Um, and then defensively, you know, who are they trying to attack on our defense? You know, who are they looking at and saying, okay, this is the guy we're going to go after, and, and, you know, how can we make that, that weakness maybe a strength? And, um, or, you know, how can we bait them into to making them think, okay, hey, this is what it looked like before. It's not right. that. And, and, you know, hopefully either cause them to go three and out, cause a turnover, get the ball back in, in some way. You've had some guys on your staff with you for a while now. Um, has that – do you feel like that a, a, could be a strength in some of these early games when you've got to make some adjustments and, and you guys know each other so well? That, that, that has to help, doesn't it? Oh, sure. I mean, uh, you know, Mike Giancola and I have been on staff for, uh, for a long time together as assistants mm -hmm. and, and then as coordinators and then, you know, obviously in, in our roles now. And so um, Kyle Perky's been on staff since 2019. We've got two two former players on staff in, in Gary Ramey and Dustin Green. Mm -hmm. I think that helps. And, and even Kyle Rigney being around – uh, for multiple seasons, Justin Williamson coming back for a, a second season. And so, yeah, I think more than it, it, those, the guys are used to the schedule. There are some things that aren't a surprise, you know, or they're not doing it for the first time. And so, um, and, and just communication. I, I think everybody understands, you know, what needs to be said on the headsets, what doesn't need to be said on the right. headsets. And I read a great quote that, you know, um, you, know you always have – you got to worry about guys who want to be an announcer sometimes and tell you what's happening, you know, and, and, and really stay focused on what your job is. And just like the players, I mean, we divide up who's looking at what, and, yeah. and those things are so critical to to be able to coach our players through the game. Is it a challenge to be the head coach and call the plays? Um, not not when you have a staff like mine. I mean, there there when are when you really, can trust those yeah, guys. Yeah, when you can really turn a, yeah. a lot of things over. I mean. I wouldn't say I understand the defensive game plan. I have, you know, input on it if uh, if I'm not comfortable with something. But but right. ultimately, uh, I've, I have very little kind of schematic say on, on what what we're going to do. And, and um, you know, and then having somebody that you can trust like Mike Giancola and, and Kyle Absolutely. Perky and Justin Williamson to be able to build that game plan and know that, hey, we're going to get our best 11 on the field at the right time. I mean, that, that part really helps. Okay. All right, what are the biggest keys against Gettysburg on Saturday? 
run the ball. I mean, we didn't run the ball versus yeah. them, you know, very well versus them last year. I think as we met with the offense and we showed them that stat, you know, and having so many new players. <laughs> I bet you going, did a few times. They're going, oh, gosh, you know, the coach, coach isn't kidding. Um, <laughs> and they could have looked it up themselves. And, you know, that, that'll be number one. I think stopping the run, you know, making them, making them a little bit more one-dimensional so that, so that that defensive front can be aggressive in the run but then get after the passer will be really important. And then – Again, who, who's going to win in space? I mean, you know, if uh, if we can tackle in space, you know, I think that our guys are going to rally to them in, in the way that we run. Um, you know, if, if we can block in space out wide, our wide receivers, I know we've talked a lot about them. And, and we've got to be able to complete some deep balls, you know, yeah, be able to attack sure. them downfield. And, That'll open up the running game. Yeah, I, it'll, open up a, it'll open a lot of different things. And, and then, uh, again, I think, you know, hey, hydration and nutrition, <laughs> you know, those are, those are the unsaid things. But, gosh, they're, they're right. so important. So No question. Uh, making sure we're not cramping in those things. I know your guys are jacked. I'm sure they're, they're, they're bouncing off the wall ready to, to hit somebody else. Do you get excited for these games? Do you get, uh, like, first games? Are there still the butterflies and jitters? And, and do you still get that? Oh, yeah, e- e- even more. I mean, you know, as a, as a player, you, you, can, you can get yourself kind of worked up, jacked yeah. up. And, um, you got to kind of keep yourself calm, don't you? Yeah, as a, coach, <laughs> you, as a coach, you have to be a little bit like that duck on a pond, you know, and, and show that cool calm and, and let the water just kind of roll off, even though your feet might be going a million miles an hour <laughs> underneath the water. And so, uh, no, I, I, I definitely do. I mean, I'm like our players, you know, and I'm, a, I'm an iPod generation person. So, I mean, I, I throw my headphones on, and I've got a couple songs that I like to listen to and, and a routine that I like to go through and, and, uh, and things that you want to see. And so – yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty fired up right now. I bet I bet you are. All right, what do, what do you go to with, with your iPod? Uh, I mean, it, you know, I, I think it, there's a great line I heard. You, you you like music most of the time from 16 to 22, right? So <laughs> well, I listen to uh, a lot of 90s music. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, that, that's a, that's what a lot of it is. And so I, I, I keep it off of our playlist at practice because yes. the guys aren't big fans. But they probably wouldn't even know what most of it that's is. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right, I appreciate you coming by here so much. So uh, thanks for taking time out of your day as you get set for Gettysburg on, on Saturday. Do you know what you're going to get yet? Uh, I don't, but it sure smells good around here, Dave. So, Absolutely. So thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Coach, thank you. Good All luck right. on Saturday. All right, take care.